You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Hi, gang. We're back. Welcome to Riverdale Gang, the critical commentary watch-along podcast recorded here on unceded Tsleil-Waututh, Musqueam, and Squamish territory. And uh, we are back into our season six back half with Death at a Funeral. Um, We liked it. Yeah, quick gut reviews. We liked it. Yeah, I noticed that when we watched it the first time, we didn't talk much. Yes, and, and that wasn't just the snacks. <laughs> yeah, we were having some tasty snacks. It's true. There was some some interesting story plot writing here. There are some in- very interesting um, arc and pacing things that I felt. I don't know. I, I hope I can articulate it well as we're there. But the the overall frame, um, like I for for research, I I watched uh, the latest Spider Man this weekend <laughs> and been in in superhero headspace a bit, and I really felt. The structure of this episode um, lent itself to superhero serial and and hit very specific beats um, across the board, actually, uh, including Veronica. And I'm excited to talk about Veronica. Yeah, I think that the last episode, I felt like we were about to get one of those Riverdale setups where we went on sort of a circuitous journey to the next destination. Um, mm-hmm, a la season mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. and three. And instead, we actually are staying pretty on course. We just got a Nana villain thesis statement. It's wild. Yes. And like, as a starting point. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen with Cheryl and Nana when Cheryl <laughs> finally comes back, which she will. She must. Yeah. That'll be. I don't know. I hope it's, I hope it's sad and not too vindictive because... She has been Nana's carer for a decade. Change. Yeah, true. <laughs> On that note, what the heck, Nana? What the heck, Nana? The, yeah, the truly. The choices you've made, Nana Rose. I, I was... Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. One of the things I noticed about the um, Abigail, Nana, mm-hmm. Cheryl, Britta story mm-hmm. is... The, um, that Britta, it, it feels like they're setting Britta up to actually probably do quite a bit. Because I don't know who else is yes. positioned to kind of save the day. Yeah, Britta is the protagonist in the YA novel tie-in series that they totally. got going on. Absolutely. I fully believe she will save Cheryl. Mm-hmm. At, in or, or contribute to her being saved. Especially now that um, Grand Mistress Rose is <laughs> thrown in the chapel barn. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what that room was. It did remind me awfully of, like, sets I've seen of where they put women who are accused of witchcraft. Right, right. Before their hearings or before their executions. Oh, it did have that passing crucible vibe. I think it was the Blossom Chapel. Oh. The room, uh, just with the hay. That's what I thought it was on first glance. I forgot there was hay in the Blossom Chapel. Was there? I don't know that there was before. So we just added hay. That's, I'll have to research that a little bit more, but that was the vibe I got. We just added hay to make it a prison cell because that serves your, all your essential needs as a prisoner. Yes, sure, sure. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, the other thing I noticed is that because, um, because of the way Cheryl 
Cheryl's character, not Abigail's character, mm-hmm. because of her um, diction, I guess. Not diction. What's the word I want? A lot of her vocabulary choices. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Abigail doesn't actually sound that old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. When she's talking to Tony and Fangs, it's like very, it, from my perspective, it, it made sense to me that Tony and Fangs weren't like, that was not Cheryl at all. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. do say like, Cheryl mm-hmm. doesn't seem like Cheryl. Yeah. But she wasn't speaking so outlandishly that they were like, what is this? You know yeah, I mean? she wasn't a Renfair character. I don't know what Renfair is. Renaissance oh, Fair? Oh, Renaissance Fair. Yes, yeah. correct. Well, more recent than Renaissance Fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gills. Salem, I mean... Actually, they're absolutely re- Salem witch trials, um, recreationist kind of things that must exist. I'm sure. Uh, out in the out in the Americana. Out in the somewhere, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm. It's interesting that um, Jughead was given a superpower after all. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And actually, I, I was really anticipating and excited about that last beat that his powers would be revealed or hinted at in this episode. I expected a subtle hint. Um, but like much of this episode, um, I was pleasantly surprised by the momentum that they jumped right into the story with. Yeah. Um, which some, I, I'm somehow constantly surprised by the, um, the amount Riverdale is willing to commit to every episode. I don't know why at this point I'm still surprised, but, (laughs) uh, a couple of today's beats, the the hitman, uh, the um, the trash bag killer encounter. Yeah, a lot happened in this episode. Even Kevin got a little bit of plot. Yeah, he got bad plot. Yeah, we're worried. He's like, about hey, him. I'm gonna be a cop while I sit around and protect my baby from the gang war. Cause that's a solid move, buddy. I feel like this Ooh. this increases the likelihood that poor baby Anthony will become a bargaining chip in this gang war now that it is it. Sorry. Sorry, baby <laughs> Anthony. Now that he is um, the uh, charge of a cop n- nanny, you know. Yes, not just two of the gang leaders. Yeah. But also, good. just that's... Can't everyone there see how that it's leading nowhere good is what I want to ask about Tony and Fangs and Kevin. But we really, we really weren't on Tony and Fangs this episode. That's true. They were part of Kevin's story and they were part of Cheryl's story this episode. Yeah. I also feel like all we've gotten from Tabitha since the second half of this season has been like her Mm. adjacency to Jughead. Yeah. I'm hoping it's changing. We got a whiff of uh town councillor tabitha but that's it a whiff yes that's true we did oh yeah pickens i just was wondering as i was sitting here if pickens is also like if nana accidentally summoned pickens when she summoned abigail or something like i wonder if he's the og pickens oh i like that who who they seeded in this episode had beef with the Blossoms. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, that's why he seems like a weird death angel. Right. Or perhaps he is, like, uh, an Abigail contemporary. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I get the vibe that there were a couple of stages. Like, I feel Abigail seemed to be the end of the Blossom Golden period. After the town foundation. Oh, yeah, building, right. building the, the, the convoluted timeline into something that makes a little bit of sense in my head. I'm guesstimating. But I feel like there was 
uh, a settler era, and a few steps in, there was a, a, a wealthy family that, as we discovered today, had had beef with Pickens, with General Pickens. Yeah. And then came Abigail. Um, so whether Pickens is the next, the, the parallel heir to the Pickens line in some way, uh, from Abigail's time or from contemporary times, um, I think are, are still on the table alongside with he's the general himself. But I really like that, um, that theory that maybe Nana oversummoned. Because yeah, Nana's been reckless, apparently. Yeah, Nana is trying to relive some glory days. I think I'm not quite sure, I'm, but I like it's fun that they're using that old pro of an actor. Yes, giving her something to chew on, and um, I really enjoyed just fully embracing the villainy of of Nana this episode. I was surprised a bit. I've enjoyed her as a, a family and a support character and a mentor character in the past, um, but looking back on the story beats she's been given, yeah. Nana's Nana's done some awful unforgivable things. Mm-hmm. Everything about Cheryl's mom is awful and unforgi- unforgivable. Um, there was that body in the syrup. There were all those bodies in the mine that oh, she yeah. was like sitting on, like a Kinder, like a like an Easter surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Just what sketchy stuff has Nana done? That shot in um, of young young Rose and young Pops. Pop Tate in the in the parking lot seeing aliens in flashback that haunts me. I want them to do something with that because what oh, the yeah. heck was that moment between Pops and Nana and the alien that we never got back to the fact that they oh, they did yeah. see that alien that one time. It was the serial killer family question mark question mark but also Nana still saw an alien that one time and so did Pops. It's true. We just haven't circled back to that but. Well, oh, man, I want to see a, a, like an episode where it's just Pops and Nana. Mm. That would be fun. Because <laughs> they do episodes like that. They're both delightful actors. Pops, at least I know, is a local actor. Uh, and I I would... I'd be so game. Yeah. Um, that. By the way, I was just thinking as we were talking about the sudden toxicity... Well, not the sudden. The, um, mm. the toxicity of Nana. Mm-hmm. Um, we... Uh, we finally got rid of the last toxic dad in Riverdale, if it's real, which mm. it might be. Yes. Um, it's hard to tell sometimes with Riverdale, but I think maybe. They went hard on how real that death was this episode. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it until they play the surprise card. Like, I believe that they now have the surprise Hiram card in their deck indefinitely. Yes. That's Hiram could come to life any time and wreak emotional havoc in Veronica's storyline at any point. That's, I think that's just there in the narrative fiber now. But I do believe he's dead for now. That he's wrapped up for now for this season. And that they um, are using his death to give us um, Veronica's superpower, which it looks like is a multi-generational criminal empire with surprisingly robust and loyal infrastructure and membership. Yeah, she's definitely Bruce Wayne. She's, mm, I... Like, evil Bruce Wayne, maybe. I am really reminded of the character uh, Zhu Jialing in Shang-Chi. So Shang-Chi's sister, who um, 
built uh, a built her self a fighting room at ring empire for nothing from nothing and was like this fantastic heir to the the gang lord father uh in parallel to her brother this one-off superhero and uh how her arc grows at least in the comics and uh otherwise um you missed it riverdale gang but i um shifted my cat slightly and i knocked ryan's glasses off his face and he kept talking and you would never have known (laughs) i just thought it was so slick that you needed to know that's tassie's contribution today Yes. Um, so, Zhizhaling, uh, I hope I'm getting her name remotely right. Um, fantastic character, uh, I thought, from that from the film adaptation as well. Um, and in, in that, I, I also mean to say, Veronica, I'm, I'm seeing uh, there's anti-hero models of the, the, the criminal lord who is moral or semi-moral, but walking the path of also running a crime empire. Even Red Hood and Batman is an example. Um... I think there's going to be potentially a, a nice um, a nice edge to Veronica's contribution to the superhero story. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is going to be a good season for Veronica. From everything they've given us uh, just today. Just today. Also, I wanted to say uh, thank you to our listener who um, corrected us. Uh, last episode, we, um, we got a comment on our... Mm. Um, uh, on our podcast episode um, that I uh, snuck in and moderated, which was totally, moder- I mean, moderated very loosely. Yes, what, what, what said? Um, uh, we are getting a 22-episode season. Yay. We weren't sure um, last time we spoke. And, I mean, um, I th- what? But yay? And I, I know we were also renewed. We were also renewed. I don't know where we're going, this but is, we got renewed. This is going to be a long back half. Yeah, we'll see. Wow. Okay, we're strapping on for a long ride. I assume. I assume our listener is right. Um, I would. I did not. <laughs> we trust it you. To confirm. Thank you. Um. Okay. So there's a lot of room to run wild. Uh, for these arcs. Um. Yeah. Um. I do not remember the listener's name, but I will look it mm-hmm. up and thank you in the notes for the episode. So thank you very much for writing in. I'm also yeah, um. So Jughead, I want to touch on. I guess. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm, we should perhaps touch on Archie and Betty, but I want to touch on Jughead. I do want to touch on Jughead, too, because it can be tricky doing this, like, disability with a superpower narrative. Mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping that Riverdale isn't going to be too weird about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm I'm curious to see where we're going. That's our siren, the, not yours. Yeah, yeah, first siren of the episode, Riverdale <laughs> gang. Agreed. Um, I like how they're handling it so far. I like that they're bringing in um, uh, performers using ASL just casually and uh, without, even without translation in world or alongside. Um, I like what they're doing with the story so far. I hope they keep it up. I hope they keep it positive. Um, and I, I know that representation of deaf and hard of hearing um, persons is is particularly fraught with bad examples and stereotyping sure. over 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 TV history. Um, yeah, I'm hoping for something positive there. Well, something I appreciated about um, Jughead's journey, and like obviously I'm not deaf or and or mm-hmm. hard of hearing, so like there's perspective I can't bring to this, but I did appreciate that 
it wasn't like he lost one of his senses and then suddenly they all all the other ones got sharper like he was struggling mm-hmm. to find himself in a new reality yes you know? they they didn't go matt murdoch daredevil um but rather um what came to mind for me was charles xavier founder of the x-men um, who is one of the earliest and most famous characters uh, with a disability, with a, a visible uh, outward disability. Um, oh, I don't know the X-Men universe at all, so I will rely on your expertise here. Well, they share a superpower. They're both, they're both telepathic. Um, and in both cases, their, their disabilities were, um, were parallel and not intersecting with their powers in, oh. in any real ways. Um, I really forget how, how big a deal sometimes Professor X being in, in a wheelchair, um, was for representation at the time. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, not something I know a ton about. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. So that was something I definitely appreciated with Jughead's journey. I, um, or Jughead's journey in this episode. Yeah. I'm curious. I don't know where we're going. Um, yeah. I think that also, I think that being a graphic novelist is like a very good fit for that character. It so is. Totally separate from anything else happening in the episode. I think that I always feel, I feel like Jughead was destined to be a graphic novelist. Even, <laughs> I like this for him. <laughs> like as an art medium, it, fit, it, it, it feels like it fits him and his personality and his art his creativity so much better even from what they've shown us of his little blips of his writing and short stories and and his big old wonky novel yeah even the mushroom trip yeah that would have been an amazing graphic novel yeah also i every now and again i think about the fact that there's a jughead in a parallel universe writing all of this <laughs> uh, is he writing all of this or is he writing all the au's of the horror universe Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. But that, um, speaking of Rivervale, um, wild, wild synergistic connection that we've established that some of the things we learned in Rivervale are also true of Riverdale. Um, like? I think the whole Thomasina thing. I think Thomasina... Was that last year? Oh, gosh. I think it's last year because the episode we got with Abigail Mm -hmm. through the ages was... Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Maybe you're right. There's... Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We'll have to go back. Because Cheryl found out about the Abigail story yes. before the first town hall meeting because she goes and interrupts it. Yes. We, the seeds were there in season five. Right. We'll have to go back and check Riverdale. Okay. Mm. Should we jump in, Ryan? Let's jump in, Chloe. All right. All right, Riverdale gang. Three, two, two one. one, and... That's your cue to sync. If you don't have a Netflix uh, version, that was your cue to sync with the WB logo. I'm sorry. That was so unnecessary for me to make that noise. Hey, they did it first. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So Jughead narration. Um, How much about Jughead's path and story in this episode align... So beautifully with how Jughead has already lived in this world of Riverdale. Yeah, sorry, I'm so distracted by the transition from eat hamburgers to kiss Tabitha, and I wasn't <laughs> the first time we watched too. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be gross, but just for some reason the juxtaposition was like... Uh. It's quite a choice. Uh, anyway, 
Um, this, I have to say, I found this little exchange really cute. I like that they just up, out and out said it. Um, hey, we're superheroes now. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the hand vice test. Mm. Yeah, I just, I don't, something really, because, like, you, you, like, I, speaking, like, I feel like <laughs> as someone who has dated men, that would be, like, if my boyfriend suddenly got superpowers, I was like, yeah, we're going to squish your hand in a vice. Like, that's what's going to happen. Oh, 100%. <laughs> what else can we do with this? Are you going to, like, pick me up, put me on your back and run? Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, they've really captured this. Okay, we're, we're just, we just got these powers. This is fun. Um, yeah. The characters, I think the actors seem to be like they're having a lot of fun with this. Yeah. It's just a lot. Now, and then lore. Yeah, lore. Also, side note, really like the way that Britta's hair has been braided. Mm, yes. French braids like that I find really challenging and fun. Mm, the asymmetrical mm, side yeah. braid, braided right in. Yeah. Yeah, the Blossom Women, uh, um, under which umbrella I am including Britta. For yeah, the she's... Of she's the, adopted now yeah um, she's cursed in very <laughs> we're very well dressed this episode i enjoyed the costume choices i'm so glad nana's wrong and i kind i expected she was wrong as she was saying it <laughs> especially because they said it flatly right out at the top of the story without um without any engagement with the statement um yeah <laughs> britta's face we live in fallen times what is this family <laughs> What's happening? Where's the lady who's taking supposed to take care of me? Yeah, poor Britta is just you know came to this house to escape homophobes, and to be fair, did no homophobes here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Nana, is she? I mean, Nana seems to have all the curses of her time. I guess I don't. I feel like yeah. I feel like Nana's probably judgier than she should be. I'd have to go back to find the receipts, but... I don't remember her being too judgy of... Well, maybe... I just don't remember. I just don't remember. I, get, I, I feel like she's the, one of those people who doesn't actually believe in bigotry, but will rep- weaponize any social social stigma she can. Yeah. I. The other thing I loved about this, I thought it was um, a good choice to... Hmm. Not for Jughead not even to be able to hear his own voice. Yes, yes. And that was an interesting choice. Again, I don't really know what the experience of being deaf is like. I don't know if you can hear your own voice, like feel hmm. the resonance, or I, I don't know. Hmm. Um. We do know that Jughead is. He has. If he if he can qualify for a cochlear implant. Um, right. So he's probably. There's, uh, yeah, like there's, that speaks to the, the outside ear mechanics. Yeah, Being absolutely. most injured. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway. Yeah. You um, lied to me. This was in the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like it was in the trailer for the wrong episode, though. Yeah. Whatever, it doesn't, I, mean, I could be wrong with Might that. Might be the season trailer. That's true. Um... Yeah, I mean, navigating the fact that your partner had their parent killed. Yep. That's that seems big for Reggie's character. It's a processing thing. I really like how Reggie does this episode. I wish she didn't feel like the boyfriend of the romantic lead interest at the start of the rom-com. 
who's oh. there to be dumped by the new bad boy. <laughs> For the new bad boy. That's... Yeah, I'm curious about this new character. What's going to happen there? I, yeah, the the godson. Like, what even is, what exactly is his connection? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kev, Kevin, don't become a cop. Unless Abuelita, unless we're moving from toxic dads to toxic grandmothers, and Abuelita is going to, it turns out that she's got... Encanto did win the Oscar. That's true. <laughs> rock on, Abuelita, or rock on, Encanto. Um, first of all, I hate this choice for Kevin. Second of so all, much. I love that there's a cookie in that milkshake. <laughs> Unrelated. That's some quality, quality work, Tabitha. Um, at least he's got Tabitha. For a split second, I thought that Tabitha was going to call Betty and be like, I can't do it anymore. Mm. Um, that's where I thought that was going. Right, right. Jughead really, was about to lose everything. Yeah, I really thought we were going to give Jughead a good kick in the... I'm glad they didn't, but I, I, I feel where that fear comes from. Yeah. Um, yeah, these two are having fun. These two are on a hijink sleuth, and they know they're in a superhero story now. Yeah. Man, I... Ugh. Yeah. Feeling sorry for Veronica over here having to do the eulogy, but it, I, yeah, all the choices for Veronica this episode I really enjoyed. Veronica really gets to face so many emotions this episode. Um, I really, I really enjoyed the gauntlet she ran, and um, the way they sat with both the the social awkwardness of this reality and at, at every stage with grief. Mm-hmm. I love me a good representation of grief, and I I appreciated this one. Yeah, absolutely. Also, Veronica's fun- funereal clothes. On point. Also on point. Handsome, gorgeous godson who protects Abuelita from everything. Yes. What about him? How do you exist? Where are you from, mythic man? Who yeah, are you? What's the story? Why are you so loyal? Did who appointed you? Do, are you just like Abuelita's in-home assistant who has some skills? How did you come to dedicate your life to protecting yeah. this this woman? I really don't like the fact that Jughead isn't willing to learn ASL. Yep. I didn't like that. I also think that's perhaps a starting point that we're getting. Of this story. I don't know that he necessarily will continue to without refusal. I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a conversation that they're including. Yeah. I hope. Oh, Glenn's car. So what do the headaches mean and why is she getting them? This is a fine question. Um, yeah, Betty, I don't, <laughs> Betty, yeah. Betty, I have the least understanding of where she's going here. And she does a lot. Yeah. She does a great deal. In this episode, um, she does a lot of gruesome discoveries pretty unflinchingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very chill about body parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the precision with which she cuts open this box is definitely a little, like, creepy. <laughs> Agent Cooper. Yeah, like, creepy in the sense that, like, oh, something that's cut up is going to be... As soon as the exact yeah, yeah. came out, I was like, oh, there's a body part in there. <laughs> yeah. Riverdale. Actually, to be fair, as soon as it was put on the desk, I was like, body oh, part. Oh, yeah. But this came for knife, you. I was like, mm, severed body part. Okay. <laughs> nice to see how this town conglomerate works, I guess. Nice to see our council, Alice, Tony, 
Tabitha. Late Tony. Late Tony. The late. Yeah. Late, late. Um, it's interesting, this choice that is made here. Was it necessary to say it was mysterious and violent? I don't. I mean, it's a, it, it, I mean, it sticks out yep. only because we know what happened, I think. Point. That is a reasonable way Veronica might have phrased that, even if she didn't call the hit. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Another announcements. On, this guy really gives me major Angel of Death vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's creepy anonymous. Episode, but he's got that celestial eldritch sort of presence to him. There like, was there's something unsettling. Second. Yeah, there was Pickens. a there was a split second where I thought it was the same actor who played Satan in mm, Chilling Adventures yeah. of Sabrina. I want to be yes. like, is Satan here? <laughs> but it's not Satan. Here we get the lore drop again from Abigail, General Augustus Pickens. There, um, I think, uh, uh, as we, as we mentioned last episode, as my friend Channing commented, uh, Pickens Park and General Pickens are the, the root characters in the comics that they seem to be, um, really fleshing out right now. I hope they do mm. better by them by, than they did Evelyn. Yeah. Ugh. Wait, Evelyn? Oh, Evelyn! Poor Evelyn. <laughs> She's still in prison, right? Yes. You know what I realized? If we're getting a 22-episode season, we're going to get a musical episode, probably. Oh, you're right. Oh, superhero musicals. What are... Are there any? I'm going to think on that. I mean, Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark. But we don't talk about that. I don't think you could sing that. that. I don't think you could sing it and recognize it without... (laughs) I actually don't know any of the yeah. music from that episode or that musical. Excuse me. Um, I'm gonna chew on that and and. Oh, what what musicals could work? Mm, I'm just gonna be thinking about that for the whole thing now. <laughs> As um, Jughead makes a bad but very understandable choice. Yeah. And characters communicate maturely and maintain their relationships and friendships and continue to be adults with each other. I enjoy when they take the time to show these people just being community members. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, who hears this little smoldering fire? And it's interesting. I wondered if Britta would know, like, the gossip already about Fangs mm. and Tony, mm-hmm. but it was revealed better than, um, better at the bar than here, I think. It's like, Tony is a responsible yeah. education figure who doesn't deeply entangle her personal life and keeps healthy boundaries. Yeah. <sighs> I also feel like maybe Britta's opinion should have been asked if she was going to be adopted by this. Oh, yes, 100%. You know? But Abigail doesn't seem to be big on contemporary consent. No. In the, like master and slave kind of a way. Mm. Sorry, bad, wrong language. The master, the ma- the feudal system is what I'm going for. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I hear you. Um, it's like people will do my bidding because I, I've decided they will do my bidding. Yes, I am the lady of the house. I am the, right, the, yeah. the master of the estate in the town. Right. Old world. Old world. Yeah, servitude relationships rather than, yeah, rather than, Yes. People in my household will marry how I tell them to marry. Creepy. 
creepy. I was watching Bridgerton recently. I know you, you are not a fan. I'm not a fan of Bridgerton. <laughs> but that's where my mind yeah. went. Huge fan of Shonda Rhimes, though. Yeah. Huge fan of Shonda Rhimes. Not a fan of Bridgerton. Um, this is quite a scene. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Yeah. Tony, uh, um, Tabitha is a strong supporting character here. Yeah. I want, I hope. I hope we're now that Jughead can hear her thoughts, they're mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm. back to her plot. <laughs> yes, I want to revisit our young entrepreneur who is revitalizing pops in the local economy and is a core community leader and mm-hmm. obviously a real good influence on Jughead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I also noticed we're getting more from Agent Lynn. I wonder if she's going to yes. become a player. I'm, I appreciate her as, as replacement for Glenn. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're going to have a supporting, you know, quiet, serious goal. I had no idea what was happening here until Hermione walked in. I was like, yep. what? Brilliant why is, choice. Why is Veronica just signing this? What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. Brilliantly done. Um, I completely forgot that Hermione is on Real Housewives, yeah. basically. <laughs> sure. Uh. Actually, the shirts they're both wearing, but specifically the shirt Hermione is wearing, in addition to the jacket. Hi, Mom. Especially, like, we've spent so much time with Hermione being the relatively sane one in Riverdale. Yeah. It's it's extra delightful for her to be, to, to jump in with the over, the in melodrama performance mode. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, what's interesting here is that the trash bag killer... Mm-hmm. Must have figured out somehow that um, the uh, that the palladium that the palladium would be a kryptonite, which means he knows something about what's happening to Archie and Betty that they don't. It does seem maybe I'm over reading too much into it. It seems like a pretty outlandish coincidence for the secret serial killer on the crew to go out of his way to find the secret mm-hmm. rare metal that mm-hmm. turns out to be. The the thing. Yeah, I know that is interesting, but maybe I mean maybe it's just like coincidence t- TV plot. It, maybe mm. I'm reading too much into it, but yeah. <sighs> I'd like to formally adopt her. I want to learn how to do my hair like that. But what's weird about it is that doesn't Britta need to be like legally emancipated first? <laughs> like, yeah, she's not. Like, she's like, not she's, orphaned. She has parents. They're yeah, just. She they're left just bad. home because they're homophobes mm-hmm. which i endorse yeah but being but another random adult being like i'll just I'll take, take this one there's more paperwork there's got to be more paperwork than than even tony is familiar with but what's interesting about that is um the thing about legal emancipation is you have to be able to show um that you have enough money to support yourself, which is why it's mm. very hard to be legally emancipated as a, mm-hmm, as a minor, mm-hmm. which Britta could theoretically accomplish because she has Cheryl's financial support. Yes, they so could would, go through the steps. I would assume, money does help. But can you de-emancipate yourself and like then re-become some, <laughs> like, someone who has guardianship? I don't know how any of that works. She dis- if maybe she can just disown her parents. Yeah. In the Riverdale world. I'm kind of into this really bitter Hermione. <laughs> I like the bonus Kevin of this scene. Yes. I wish we got a little bit more Abuelita lines. 
I wish yeah. Abuelita was a little bit more than a um, a um, uh, angelic presence in Veronica's life here. Mm-hmm. She is very um, kept removed from the story. Yeah, that's true. Well, what, so when I don't think it's Hermosa that has tried to kill Veronica. Yeah, I agreed. I think it's either Hermione or Abuelita. I would be shocked if it was Hermione. I would be shocked. Um, Like, maybe, like, new confident Hermione is like, okay, long game, I take over everything. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see Hermione go and murder on her kid. I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. The happiest she was was before Hiram. It must God, be Abuelita no. then. I, I think we're I think we're getting toxic grandmothers of Riverdale instead of toxic dads of Riverdale now. And we got Alice. Well, she's not a grandmother. Well, she is actually. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me Alice isn't all kinds of toxic. She's been doing good recently. Occasionally. You know. I love her as a character. I do not want her as a guardian of a child. <laughs> Al- Alice. Yes. Where are the kids now? I forget. Um, Who has them? Alice? I guess Alice must have them. Cheryl did for a while? Oh, yeah. Was that during the cult and grief? Presume it must be Alice. Alice is the only one standing. Yeah. We would have noticed if Cheryl, if Abigail had two small child vessels to to work with, like that would have been its own plot point. Yeah. And if Brita was providing 24-7 live-in nanny care, also its own plot point. Yes. I, oh. Crash. That, I have to say that does look incredibly. Yeah. Unpleasant. Looks like a good way to break something. Surprise blood. Yeah. It, it's. I'm kind of glad the superhero powers aren't disappearing. Because when I saw mm-hmm. this, I was like, oh, we're getting rid of them already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah. Anyway, um, I yeah, I I really I want. I'm. What's gonna happen? I'm curious. You want to jug it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm invested and emotionally engaged, and I'm enjoying how they shoot his isolation and uh, and emotions visually in this language. Um, sitting, shifting quite starkly between you know tight close shots on him and. Uh, silent shots of what he's seeing. Mm-hmm. And then this happens. Okay. Which is just so deeply creepy. So TPK is just her, her, her joker. They just do this thing. Her joker? Yeah, her, her, her parallel rival who she just has encounter with in, after encounter after encounter. I guess so. Because he seems like he's just hanging out being her stalker it's true i thought this was a dream actually at first and yeah, then same. when archie was calling i was like oh no it's real <laughs> i wonder how she got out of the handcuffs used a bobby pin probably so we have a couple of threads of um antagonism mm-hmm. coming through here uh we have perhaps my favorite being the abigail arc mm-hmm. which um i rather hope and kind of anticipate ends with um, Scarlet Witch Cheryl, basically. Yeah. 
uh, restored to her body. And we've got whoever hired the Russian man. Yeah. My bet's on either Abuelita or Hermione. I'm interested in either plotline. Uh, and I, I got no guesses at the moment, actually. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang neutral there. And then we have um, Trash Bag Killer. Yeah. Who, like, isn't actively antagonist, antagonistic until he perceived a, a change to the status quo of Betty's life? Mm-hmm. Question mark? And was apparently working for Archie for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Which, also, good creepy move. Good creepy move to just. Yeah, I really put didn't him see there. that coming. Mm hmm. Yeah, because we didn't know how all the pieces fit together, like what the Palladium did and. Such an awkward conversation. Just. I did, I did enjoy it in a, like, fish out of water story narrative trope way. Like, the way in which Abigail here stumbled into all this, into and over all of the information she was receiving. Yeah. Um, you know, in this modern world. Hmm. I don't know. Un- un-nucle- I don't know. I, 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 that sentence was actually kind of half-baked. Um, Most of us. Oh, we live half-baked. <laughs> Much we- like Riverdale. Oh, well, Riverdale this is not fully, fully baked. baked. This, this, this this one felt baked. Okay, but yes, last week had dough. Last week last I tasted week, egg and la- it was raw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last week it was still like this. The center was still batter. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there's some crust. There's some little crust, yeah. but uh, yeah. This this episode was pretty. Bad. I love how they're working. They're figuring this out, working with what they know about superheroes. Like superheroes yep. are so commonplace Mm -hmm. in our culture that these two characters on a TV show when they are first confronted with maybe Mm -hmm. having superhero powers they're like oh we know how to handle this we've read this Mm -hmm. um, guide to superheroes you know we're at a wonderful saturation of that mythology yeah the superhero mythology and how it creeps into and yeah ugh ugh, especially if you compare it this type of a story to the original Clark Kent story before superheroes were established. Gosh, imagine trying to tell that story and establish what a superhero is. Yeah. Ah. When, when is the first superhero? I think twenties and thirties. Um, they began as, as comic print Interesting. As, formally as a genre. I don't think I'm not aware of any, previous example although you could make all sorts of arguments of their ties to the 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 grecian heroes and all sorts of um heroic legend traditions but i i think the the superhero in it is is an important contemporary benchmark yeah absolutely well this so this is why i think that it's hermione who ordered the hit because here she is covering exploiting yeah, exploiting like their improved relationship, kind of covering up mm-hmm. any nefarious designs she may have upon her daughter for trying to murder a parent. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm interested in either being Hermione or, or mm-hmm. Abuelita. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, surprise, Dark Horse Abuelita. This shirt. Yep. 
This is a look. And this mopey Abigail Cheryl. <laughs> all Britta's like, I'm just, I don't know what's happening. Britta's holding together pretty well, all considered. Her very murderer, I am positively bereft. I, you know what? It would not strike me as super awkward if I found out that someone I was dating, one of their distant ancestors, murdered one of my distant ancestors. Honestly, it would just be like, of course that tracks. Yeah, but... I don't think it's going to be a big deal for Tony. But if it's the descendant who murdered someone you loved and who looks exactly like that dude... No, I'm thinking about this from Tony's perspective when oh, she finally yes. finds no, 100%. out. I think she's going to be like, wild, <laughs> but I love fangs. Yeah, neat association, y'all. Yeah. This is a great power moment. Yeah. Um Surprised that it ends with g- Grandma stabled. That's yeah, that's that's the magic stabled. punishment. Is that the chapel? I don't know. Or is that just a room? But it's definitely Horse Chapel. Horse Chapel. And that's when Riverdale became Aquest. It's not gonna become Aquest. <laughs> what would that even be? Uh, Nana Rose riding naked through town. Get it. Uh, a sexual revolution. Yeah. Which hasn't I mean, went up on Equus. And Equus wasn't a sexual revolution, I would say. Uh, Was it? No. Uh, sexual revelations about, yeah. about themselves <laughs> is what I was going for. Yes. Uh, Equus is a play about someone who is maybe horse sexual, but in very specific and convoluted ways. Yeah. it's. It, I would say it. Is more like about we're just gonna talk about Equus over this um, <laughs> scene. Um, I think it's more about like this boy mm. invents a religion, mm. a sexualized religion about right. horses. Right. Not saying he isn't horse sexual. Right. But it's a, it's a sexual journey that's kind of wonk. I could that we are projecting for Nana. Well, I don't know how we got there. What did I do, Equus? <laughs> Um, I love the idea that I forget this, um, this assassin's character's name. It's Andre um, or? Uh, yeah. Or An- mm-hmm. Ant- I don't An- know. Anton. Anyway, I don't, I love that this is the converse. Like maybe he has conversations like this before <laughs> any hit. Yep. Where he's like. So casual. I think it's Abuelita though, because here. Her, right. This is a slick shot. How did you see? He's like literally underneath. What was happening? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks bad for Abuelita, and this dude can't be that competent. Yeah. Unless Abuelita... Okay, what would Abuelita's... Endgame? Yeah, what would she want? Would Burn she... it all down? Would she just be angry at Veronica for bumping off her son, which, fair. Mm-hmm. Does she maybe prefer um, Hermosa and doesn't want Hermosa to do the dirty work, and she's trying to get Veronica out of the way? I don't know. I need to revisit what kind of relationship Veronica has with her grandmother. What I remember is uh, Abuelita gives her the rum recipe. Before that, we see Abuelita at Veronica's... um, uh, Confirmation slash quinceanera. It's like it's like both, right? She gets confirmed late. Because... Right, right. Well, her quinceanera was also late, right? We were never dealing with 15-year-old Veronica, right? Well, we might have been in the plot. I don't remember now. So many seasons ago. Oh, God. Bum. Yeah, the graphic novel line is such a fun jug head take. Yeah, it um, really fits. really fits with the character. And I was still pleasantly surprised by this scene, this moment, this choice and discovery. Um, 
it's very pretty. Yeah. This scene. It's a very clean, well acted. Like isolate this scene as a short short film. Mm-hmm. You have a lovely little story. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. For a sec, I thought we were actually going to get the way that um, authors who who don't have any drawing skills uh, tend to draw. Um, yeah. Or tend to write, rather, graphic novels, which is where, like, you have all the dialogue down one side and then a little mm. description of the image next to it. And they're really not the most ex- compelling manuscripts to read for that reason. Right. And, mo- and most comic writers, arguably, don't do their own illustrations. In, yes, the, in the professional I, I, series. I think you're right about that, um, yeah. I think, like, there are there are a lot of known series by writer, writer-authors, but in serial work especially, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Different ways of work. Here's Trash Bag. Great twist on us. Really, well done. This man gave me no hint yeah. before the, the thwack came. Yeah. Fabulously but done. As soon as he was dragging... Archie away by oh, a yeah. foot. I was like, oh. That Archie drag mm-hmm. fit the aesthetic yeah, of Betty really Horror. Did. Speaking of Betty Horror, we're about to get her... Her startling competence. Her most recent... Her... Uh, what? Her startling competence. Um, Sorry, you were saying? I was just going to say, we were, I was trying to name the, the, the number of... Uh, messages she has gotten from a serial killer <laughs> in her time as Betty Cooper of Riverdale. And uh, there are not enough fingers. I don't know what we're on, but um, this is the next one. I'm losing count of the amount of serial killers. That's true. Well, um, <laughs> we've got her dad. We got her dad, we got the Blossom dad, we got the yeah. Blossom mom, we got Hiram, we got, um, uh... This guy, TBK. Uh, yep, we got TBK, we got the cult guy. Oh, yeah, cult guy. Was he a serial killer, though? Uh, he was carving people up for their organs. Yeah. Different, different motives, still murder, I think. I mean, yes, yeah, absolutely. Arguably, I would still, I say he's classed alongside the serial killers, for his awful humaning. Yes. Um, I'm sure there were more. I'm sure, like, some of those gang war members did some major violence when we had all the murder episodes. Someone killed Joaquin. Justice that's, for Joaquin. That's right. Well, d- no, we found out who killed Joaquin, didn't we? Yeah. Justice for the character, Joaquin. Yeah, absolutely. I liked him. Cool invention. Absolutely good hat on Abuelita. As great as the Fangs Fogarty mm. twist was. The wildly underexplored Fangs Fogarty twist. She was just subtext and subtext and subtext and then married. Yeah, that's true. Just, I get the parody in that, but still, y'all. I liked this scene. Yes, this is a fabulous eulogy. Yeah. Um, really like off, this... really hard subject. Yeah. Um, it really, it really fit. I, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I was pleased with this piece of writing from Ramlothan. Hermione's filming it to go on her Instagram feed. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> um, I also love the neon cross in the background here. Yes. It's very in this world. Yeah. yeah. This is, um, and, and a well-delivered 
speech. Mm-hmm. A well-delivered monologue. This really worked for me. Mm-hmm. We just sit with it quite nicely. Yeah. Grief. Time for grief yeah. on screen. But they're not they're not in a church. Oh, they're in the casino, right? Yeah. They have the neon cross <laughs> with the casino. That tracks. Yeah, that, that feels right. The candles are great flavoring for the heavy pseudo-Catholic. Yeah, blood-colored nails on Veronica, by the way. Great. Feels intentional. Pearls. You know? Notice the pearls. Poils. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, wow, they've got fully, like, statues of... Oh, yeah. There's a saint holding a baby back there. They went hard on... Which, sure, it's a funeral. That's a coffin. We're in a casino. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is going to be a weird day at work tomorrow. <laughs> so the bathroom yeah. is full of all of these these Virgin Marys and candles half-melted. Yeah. Then we get another very creepy, nice... Uh, trash bag killer. I like the color grading, not as it, not as flavor as much as it was yes last week. Um, I I don't feel like it's quite as colorfully flavoring yeah. last week, but it is guiding us from a plot to b plot to c plot very effectively. Yeah. Um, I really didn't know what was going to happen in this scene. I didn't mm-hmm. think Archie was going to get chopped, but Bingo as savior killer dog was, I wasn't expecting that. I love Bingo. Um, and I laughed so hard at Bingo kill. I laughed yeah. so hard. I was expecting him to say something in code to Alice <laughs> that Alice would get because this is also her, not, not her first rodeo with a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, the brother. We forgot the brother on that list. Chick. Yep. Chick and fake chick. Chick and fake chick. Chick and chick boyfriend. Yeah. So chick and Charles, I guess. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Cute <sighs> dog, though. Yeah, bingo. Who knows it, how to take care of a bad guy? It's a shame you used to be in a dog fighting ring. Yeah. That's messed up. Poor bingo. I was trying, we were trying to figure out if he was a, a former military dog or... Because there's very few circumstances in which dogs should know kill as a command. Right. And if they do know kill as a command, it hopefully doesn't mean kill. Mm-hmm. Here it means push someone out of a window, which is yeah. pretty close. Which is plenty. Good try, buddy. Yeah. And, like, arguably, valid time to use the command kill. Yeah. What did he use on this dog? It's... It's very important that they told us last week that he is Wolverine. It's very important to me that this dog is immortal and immune. And Archie's face and Archie nuzzling his dog right here give me life. This is the cutest stuff. I know. This is very sweet. I'm just enamored with this. It's so cute. (laughs) It's really cute. Yes, this is a sweet puppy. Oh my god, all the this camera crew. And like how would how would you even block that? That has to just be like the dog came and snuggled, right? I mean Yeah train the dog to come snuggle, but they just did that. I love dogs. I just I'm suddenly realizing how much work holding a boom mic for a reality television show must be. I hate boom. Boom up. It's a it's a dedicated job. And I respect boom up. No, same. Yeah. Upper body strength. Nah. Yeah, I've I've filled in his boom on a handful of film sets. It's one of the harder uh, jobs to fill when you have no money. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, because why would, why? It's, uh, it's not a job where you get a lot of creative liberties on a project. No, you don't <laughs> even have the liberty to put your arms down. This is... Um, Sorry to ruin the moment. Yeah, yep. this feels like love triangle material. Writing on the wall, hard hint. I, I'm here for it. They have they have been so openly so so not subtle this episode. They've just sat in their not subtlety. I like it. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate saying exactly what you're doing for this season, Riverdale. I've, especially after the disorientation of Rivervale, I yeah. really appreciate this grounding. I wonder if that was the memo that went to the writers' room. Like we're doing too much. Narrow, like bring it in. <laughs> I don't know. We're spiraling. Roll it in. Also, who knows what universe we're even in? It's it's now we've established the multiverse. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was trying to explain <laughs> what was happening in the. I think the last time we recorded Riverdale, I actually mm-hmm, went over to mm-hmm. a friend's afterwards, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, I, Ryan and I watched a weird episode of Riverdale this mm-hmm. this um, week." And I was trying to explain to this friend, and I realized, like, I got to multiverse, and my friend was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Spiraling. See, he just does that. He vanishes. That's, he's an ongoing rival. He might be the big bad here, but he just feels like a complication. Yeah. In a really interestingly on-genre way. I really like. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I really like that dynamic that Betty has um, uh, a supervillain roster um, of her own adjacent to the to the A plot right now. Yeah. And it's getting in the way. Sometimes Lex Luthor has the thing you need to get to dark side. Yeah. I I wonder we've had characters on the road before Mm -hmm. and heard from them like when Betty and or sorry when um, Archie had to run away from Hiram and he yep. and Jughead took off for a little bit. Then that the time of the bear attack. Oh yeah, the bear attack. <laughs> oh, what a good shark that was to jump. So Rome Empire goes from Hiram dead to Veronica. Okay. Someone's tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. Something about the rum. If it's the most valuable asset, I don't know. Hermosa is also engaged with that operation, right? It's true. I mean, that, so that that's going to be interesting. Hermosa, but the Hermosa, but the fact that we didn't hear the name makes me think mm-hmm. it isn't. No, I'm, I'm I'm actually thinking more about the fact that Veronica is now her boss. Oh, and oh, yeah. <laughs> we established last episode that she's not happy, whether she sent the, the assassin or not. Oh, whatever happened to that character? Hmm? Next to Veronica, that seed just then, mm. who had this, oh, the near threesome with... Uh, yes, yes, peaches Chiki. and cream. Clearly nothing. Clearly <laughs> nothing. That, yep, you dropped that one, Riverdale. Um, yeah. I liked this montage more than I yeah. remotely expected to like a montage. But I guess we're six seasons in, and there's enough depth to pull a few reference points. Yeah, truly. Oh, Veronica. 
Grief. Hi, sorry. Grief. Good, good grief. Hi, sorry. Great reveal that Cheryl's still here and exactly how she is still here. Yeah, and that Britta notices. Yes, that was fantastic. Yeah. That that is a fantastic seed. The whole Abigail arc has such juicy momentum building. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could ride that arc through the end of the season comfortably, even if they're even if these other two lines weren't interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did not know what was happening here because for a second I thought he was hallucinating. Yep, yep. Well, was like, for a moment I thought, oh, yeah. he's his hearing is back and we'll have learned a very special lesson. Yeah, but this is so much better, and I love that he brings Tabitha in on it immediately. There is no hesitation. Yeah. And I like that he calls her... Tabby. Tabby. It's cute. Like, yeah. Like, like she is a buddy. And... Yes. Not dissimilar from Archie and Betty, except Tabitha doesn't have the superpower. Yeah. Really, Also, that's gonna get awkward. mm. You don't want to know what your partner's thinking all the time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You really don't, you know? But... Is it better Jughead has that power than Betty? What were we saying last time? No one would have secrets. That's true. Is Jughead better? Will he write all of your secrets into a novel? Unclear. Unclear. I mean, so long as Jughead... I don't know. We'll find out what happens. Who knows? Maybe he can only hear Tabitha's Tabitha's thoughts sometimes. I don't know. I bet it's cooler than that. I bet it's cooler than that, too. I I bet he can hear everyone's story. Well, here we are, Riverdale gang. Hey, we're excited and speculating. That's refreshing. It's been a little while. Not like Rivervale was special. Yeah. But it definitely was a different vibe. Well, we also had a lot of episodes of, like, I think the first three episodes of Rivervale, Mm. we were like, what is going on? Yeah, we didn't really know. It wasn't until the second two, we were, uh, the last two, where we were like, okay. Yeah. All right. It took us a lot longer to to wrap our minds around what was being offered. Whereas this back half, yeah, two episodes in, I think, I feel like I, 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 I know what ride I'm on. Yeah. Or at least enough to, to engage. Yeah. To get excited. Well, well on that note, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Yeah. Same um, Riverdalian chime time. I can't even, Same I can't even reference Batman anymore. I'm, I've, I'm out of Batman. <laughs> bye, right, gang. Bye, gang.